Welcome to We On Fire Sports Podcast, providing fire takes and analysis on sports topics. We have some guests providing their thoughts across the sport landscape. No narratives here. Straight talk. No chaser. We On Fire Sports Podcast. We on Fire Podcast, episode number 10. In this episode, man, I take a look back at week number two in the National Football League. I definitely uh, dive into the National Basketball Association as well. We were a week away from training camps beginning. This whole Ben Simmons soap opera up in Philadelphia. So, man, we got a nice show coming up, man. In episode number 10, man, I want to thank, first of all, everybody for listening, man. I've came a long way in my 10th episode here on we on fire sports podcast so sit back we on fire sports podcast on fire sports podcast oh man man we about a good week out from nba training camps coming back there's been a lot of little tidbit news across the national basketball association that definitely we on fire sports podcast want to get into the first order of business i got on the slate is once again the situation with ben simmons and the philadelphia 76ers been a report came out not sure if uh, Woj uh, was the first to report it Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN but it appears that Simmons has indicated that he never wants to play a game in Philadelphia again he's not reporting to training camp now a lot of people have gotten on Rich Paul you know who is his agent just in regards to this whole situation and for me you know, I have a problem with Chris. I'm sorry, with Rich Paul. You know, Rich, you know, he's just representing his clients. You know, a lot of people, you know, have had a lot to say about the guy because of his connection with LeBron James. But I don't see any issues, say, with Rich from a standpoint of, you know, his primary job is to protect, you know, his client. This is all entirely on Ben Simmons. And, you know, I don't want to be the, you know, get off the lawn type of guy. But I think that, you know, this situation deserves a little truth, sir. Because at the end of the day, Ben Simmons, I mean, if you would have hooped in the playoffs, we wouldn't even be in this situation. You know, one thing that I've learned over the years in playing basketball, I've had the privilege of being on some basketball teams, not professionally, but in high school and coming up in the ranks. And if dudes feel or, or your teammates feel like, look, we can't trust you at the end of the game, you lose some respect as a player. You know, this thing is fluid basketball, and it always has been. Meaning that basketball players, and one thing I love about the game of basketball is, is that real hoopers don't care about how much money you make and what you have. When you step in the white lines, 94 feet, you know, 
it's a fair game. You know, no different than an NBA player going to a park and hooping. You know, the dudes at the park gonna try to get at him. They don't care about, you know, he's made 30 men this season, you know, he has a player option. They can care less. Can you hoop? And to me, Ben Simmons was the guy that simply got himself into this situation simply by his performance. When the games really actually counted, he was on a milk card. And I think Ben Simmons can hoop. There's some things that he can actually do as a basketball player that can help your team. One thing that is non-negotiable is you being able to hit mid-range jump shots and willing to take those shots and simply be able to hit free throws. So don't be mad at Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, or the management group there in Philadelphia. Don't be mad at yourself, man. I mean, at the end of the day, professional sports is a results laden business and it always have and it always will be another pressing thing I have on the table in that same situation is Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid now Pennsylvania and Philadelphia you know it's a great sports town it's a historic town in the United States you know just the history of this country but I really believe that Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid, man, if they ran for president on the same ticket for the next election, they might get some votes in Pennsylvania based on this little charade that they've been pulling the last couple of days. Now, I saw Doc Rivers on ESPN. Oh, we'd love to have Ben back. Dude, it's, it's, it's September, man. Now, if you was feeling this way about it, then you guys would have had some kind of a talk. Now, I can understand a a gentleman not returning phone calls and all of that, but at the end of the day, if you really wanted this dude back, you really was committed to, hey, let's just come on back, man. We got you. It would already happen, and it wouldn't be something that you would play out through the media because it's something that you handle internally. So... This whole charade that him and Embiid, you know, Embiid made comments about, hey, I want him back. He's a good teammate. I mean, come on now. The quote, the great big boy from the group Outcast, boy, stop. It's over. He's not coming back. You know, Philadelphia, get as much as you can back. Hopefully it's a, a, a good all-star caliber player, which I'm not sure that's going to actually happen, but we'll see. But a guy like Simmons... You're trying to win an NBA championship. You don't need a guy like that that's fragile from a standpoint of, you know, people want to give him pointers about his game and, oh, I'm going to take my ball and go home. We don't need you then. So we on Five Sports Podcast, we're definitely going to get more to that situation once it develops. Uh, we obviously have training camps coming back within uh, a week. And be on the lookout for We on Five Sports Podcast NBA preview show. We're definitely going to preview the entire upcoming NBA season, which is the 75th NBA season. We're going to absolutely get into that. I got a few nuggets in regards to that. We're going to go over some of the greatest players of all time within that 75 years. Might compile a list, might ruffle a couple feathers, but we're definitely going to get into that. So sit back, enjoy We on Five Sports Podcast.
We on Five Sports Podcast. Coming up, my look across the National Football League. We on Five Sports Podcast. We on Five Sports Podcast. Man, the NFL week number two included. Man, it was a banging week number two. And it kicked off with the Thursday night game between the Washington football team against the New York Giants. And it was a nip and tuck game, man. This actually was a good football game. I definitely got a chance to watch it. Uh, Shout out to... uh, Taylor Heineke, he played a good football game. A lot of people have been clamoring about, uh, you know, Cam Newton possibly coming uh, up to Washington to reconnect with Ron Rivera. But Taylor, man, he played probably the best game of his young career. You know, it definitely was a nick and tuck game back and forth. And, you know, Washington was able to pull it off with a late field goal to take that one 30-29. Man, the Giants, you know, they fall to 0-2. Man, remember what I said earlier on this podcast, man, about, you know, can Dave Gettleman's job possibly be be uh, getting a little little warm, the GM, GM up there in uh, New York. So, yeah, they own too, man. We'll see if Big Blue can get off the snide, man, but they definitely took a defeat in a close divisional game. Also, too, man, going into Sunday, we had the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Chicago Bears in Chicago. It was a game that Bears came out, scored early. And then we had the injury to Andy Dalton. Scrambling out of the pocket, going to the sideline. And didn't come back into the game. I don't know if I'm going to just cue up this ceremonial music for Justin Fields. Obviously, the Aaron Perrin, but he came into the football game. Had a couple so-so plays. You know, we had a situation where early in the game, he lost a fumble that almost got scooped up and took in the end zone for a touchdown, but he was able to put the bare mitt on it and, and retain that. He had a pick six in the game. But he had some good plays as well. Bears was able to run the football, pull this one out 20-17. to 17. Bears go to 1-1. One one. Bengals fall to 1-1 one one in a close game of two young teams trying to come up in their respective divisions also we had the Cleveland Browns man versus the Houston Texans Cleveland they was able to pull this one out 31 to 21 Baker Mayfield you know had a little injury during the course of that football game man but he was able to get himself together had a decent game I mean he say that again more than decent I mean went 19 for 21 in the game you know Cleveland was able to uh, hold off the Texans get their record to one and one shout out to Nick Chubb they was able to run the football and you know make some moves that way Um, that's pretty much their ball club man ball control run the football depending on the good defense that they have and they was able to pull it out even though I was surprised they gave up three touchdowns to the Texans other game we had, we had the Los Angeles Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. In this game, we had Carson Wentz get injured in this f- football game. Here we go again, man. 
think it's over for Carson Wentz, man. I just think that at the end of the day, Indianapolis, man, they just need to go with the younger guys, man. Shout out to Jacob Eason. Just go ahead and get a young in the football, man. This guy, man, I just... He's just a guy that's just parentally injured. Some guys are like that, man. It's not all about talent, man. It's just some guys are just injury guys. So, to the coach, go ahead and move on, man. Go ahead and put the youngin in there, man. You know, you guys are 0-2, man. This thing ain't work. Put your youngin in there. But in the ball game, the Rams was able to win 27-24 to as they improved their record to 2-0. and Matt Stafford you know, had a, another good football game, and they're getting some good early returns in Matt. Also, we had the Buffalo Bills going down to hot Miami, playing the Miami Dolphins. You know, the Bills lost a close, close game in week number one. And the Dolphins was able to win in week number one. And boy, was this game over pretty quickly. I mean, as soon as I saw Tua rolling on the turf, man, this game was absolutely over. You know, I thought the Dolphins may be, you know, able to, you know, score, put up a little bit of fight in this game. But the Bills, they were upset about the week number one loss. And they pretty much went down to Miami and dump trucked them and kept it moving. Man, I definitely wish Tua can, you know, get back on the field, man. He got you know, definitely a, a, a rib injury. Now, I hope the best for him, man. You know, we still haven't seen the real Tua, man. So, I hope he can get back on the field as you know, soon as he can. Then we had the Pats versus the Jets. This game, man, all summed down to the youngin' Zach Wilson. Throwing four interceptions. Welcome to the National Football League, Zach Wilson. Guys like Bill Belichick, man, he eat up rookie quarterbacks for snacks. He's been doing it for pretty much his entire tenure up in New England. And Zach Wilson, you've definitely become his latest victim. But I don't blame Zach Wilson, man. You know, I watched a little bit of this football game. And, man, you know, my thing about it for the Jets is that you got to try to run the football, man. I understand passing the ball, but Wilson throwing the ball 33 times against the Pats is a recipe for a loss, especially this early in his career. In the other game we had, we had the 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. We had the Niners pulling out. Nip and tuck game. They brought it on in the fourth quarter. To me, this game really started in the fourth quarter. Uh, but the Niners was able to win 17 to 11. They go 2 and 0. The Eagles fall to 1 and 1. Jalen Hurts, you know, did a good job of scrambling, trying to do a little something. But you know, their offense, man, they they dump truck the Falcons. But this week they kind of fell back down to earth. You know, hopefully they can you know get their act together next week, man. Try to get to 2 and 1. Then we have the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Once again, the Raiders, man, in that AFC North division showdown again as they beat the Ravens in week one. And this time, man, they went up into Pittsburgh and handled their business. 26 to 17. Man, Derek Carr, man, had another solid football game. 382 yards and two TDs. You know, play this butt off, man. The Raiders go to 2-0, and, man, you know, 
know, we talked about the Raiders on this podcast. You know, my NFL correspondent, Steve, definitely provided some good insight about the Raiders, man. And, you know, their team that's viable in that division out in the AFC West. So it's a huge win for them, man, being able to go uh, 2 and 0 on the season. You know, the game pretty much was the play by Henry Ruggs with that long touchdown pass that pretty much sealed the game for the Raiders. So on the next week for both of those teams. Then we had the Saints versus the Carolina Panthers. And boy, it's just Jameis Winston, man. And I don't want to rag on Jameis Winston. But this has been what his career has been in the National Football League. One great game. You know, destroyed Green Bay. This guy, oh man, this guy a pro bowler, man. Oh man. Then the next week, the offense hit the skids. But part of that, though, also, too, is this Panthers defense, man. This Panthers defense is legitimate. You know, it's all about Sam Darnold, man, controlling the football, man. I think Carolina can be, you know, a team that's on the come up, especially in that division, minus, say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. So then we had the Broncos versus the Jags. Broncos pulled that one out 23 to 13. You know, Teddy Two Chains checked down Bridgewater. 328 yards, two tuds. And Teddy B, man, he still got his name out here in these streets, man. You know, the Broncos, they was able to uh, handle their business against the Jaguars. Obviously, they were favored going into the game as uh, Jacksonville's a young team. You know, you had uh, Trevor Lawrence struggling once again. Welcome to the NFL, Trevor. You know, these guys ain't on scholarship, man, you know. You know, this is where the big boys play. And it's not a shot against Trevor Lawrence. I just think that they're a young football club. You know, you got a young coach with no NFL experience. I don't care how many BCS national championships Irvin Myers won. He's, you know, this is his first season in the NFL. And man, it's going to be, I anticipate a long season for Jacksonville. Then we had the Vikings versus the Cardinals. This could have been probably the best game of the week. You know, definitely potentially. You know, 34 to 33, the Cardinals go 2-0. Kyler Murray, man, oh, man, oh, man. Man, going 29, 30, 36, 400 yards, three touchdowns, man. I mean, but passing touchdowns, not including on the groundwork he did. You know, had a big play to linking up with Rondell Moore in that game. You know, the Vikings, man, they were fighting. You know, Davin Cook did his thing once again. Vikings fall, unfortunately, to 0-2, and the Cardinals keep it moving at 2-0, man. Once again, I think this uh, NFC West might be the best division in the NFC. Could potentially be the best division in the National Football League. We're definitely going to have to wait and see on that. Next game we had, we had the Tampa Bay Bucks against the Atlanta Falcons. As Atlanta went down to Tampa, most people thought the game was going to be a route early on. But shout out to the Falcons, man. They showed a lot of fight early in this game. And then the second half, fourth quarter happened. Yeah, you saw the men versus the boys. It's, you know, the Bucks was able to outscore them 20 to nothing in the fourth quarter, man. And, you know, go ahead and get out of that uh, potential upset situation as they go 2-0. Man, you know, shake and bake for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. They, you know, Mike Evans had a big game. You know, he's kind of quiet in the first game. But, you know, they have a lot of weapons down in Tampa, man. So they move on, go 2-0. Then we had the Cowboys versus the Chargers. 
you know, this game started off pretty hot in the first quarter, but it became, in my opinion, kind of a dud, even though, you know, that kick by Zerline was huge, 56-yard field goal for them to win 20-17. to Justin Herbert had a pretty decent game, going 31 for 41 with 338 and a TD. Yeah, man. You know, Cowboys, they needed this win. They definitely didn't want to go on 0-2, even though I think their division is the worst division potentially in football. You know, good win for them. Then we had the Titans versus the Seahawks. Now, this was a game that I was, you know, in my top probably three or four games I was looking forward to watching over the weekend. And the Titans, man, they went way out to Seattle, man. And, man, did they fight. You know, I thought, you know, at halftime, this game was potentially leaning towards the Seattle Seahawks. But to the Titans' credit, man, they manned up. They got it out of the mud. The game went in overtime. They was able to kick a field goal and get their season back on track going to one and one. Seahawks falling to one and one. I think the Seahawks going to learn from this game, man. You know, I think that, you know, they're one of the, you know, most people, potential dark horse favorites of getting out the NFC this season. And this is a game they're going to learn from, man, especially dropping um, their first game at home. And we all know what type of crowd they have out there in Seattle. And, you know, due to COVID, they haven't been full capacity, but this pretty much was their first real, real fan type of game. And, man, they dropped it. Then we had what most would say the game of the week, man, the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Definitely was a game that I wanted to watch. Man, you got the great Lamar Jackson versus Pat Holmes. And boy, was this a good football game. You know, most people say Lamar got the monkey off his back. You know, I just think that they kind of committed to the run. You know, he didn't turn the football over, especially in that second half, man. And the Ravens just grinded out. You know, the Chiefs, you know, they're a great football team, man. So I know they're going to bounce back because they fall to one and one. It was a huge game for the Ravens. They had a bunch of injuries, obviously, well-documented coming into this game, and they're still trying to kind of figure out some of the pieces on their team, but it was a big come-up win for them. So they go to one-and-one, especially that's huge in that AFC North situation, which is going to be a dogfight for the rest of the season. And finally, we had the Monday night game with the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. And, you know, Green Bay was able to get off the snide, get back to one-and-one for the season. As the Lions fall to 0-2 with the Packers with a 35-17 win. Aaron Rodgers was typically at Aaron Rodgers. You know, he did his thing once again. You know, Aaron Jones, you know, scored a touchdown. You know, shout out to Green Bay, man. People up in Green Bay, man, finding that boy a necklace, man. You know, a lot of people want to kind of, you know, joke about it, man. But, you know, that's a real thing, man. You know, his uh, late father's uh, ashes was in that necklace. So shout out to the staff of the Green Bay Packers who took you know, that time, man, to find that boy necklace after that football game, man. Special shout out to We On Five, we on Five Sports Podcast. So that's basically, man, my wrap on week number two in the National Football League. Man, man, it's going to be an interesting week number three coming up. We're definitely going to get into that. So appreciate you guys listening. We On Five Sports Podcast. Thank you for listening to We On Fire Sports Podcast, episode number 10. Man, man, we had a good look at the National Football League in week number two. Also, too, we took a look at the National Basketball Association. Just a quick peek at that situation 
uh, up in Philadelphia. So once again, man, thanks for listening, man, to We On Five Sports Podcast. We On Five Sports Podcast. Episodes available on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Also, gas on Twitter at We On Five Sports. We On Five Sports Podcast.